If you are a wine lover, then harvest season is definitely a celebration. And for this week's episode, I thought it'd be fun if we went on a bit of a journey and I took you around the world and I shared with you three of my favorite wine harvest celebrations. I'm going to be leading you through celebrations in France, Portugal, and Argentina. So if you're ready to learn more about some harvest celebrations around the world, let's get started and dive right into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Somalia Aaron Rosar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional Somalia for over 20 years now, and it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical, meaning I want to make sure that you leave every episode with real-life information and tips that you're able to use right away to help you find wines that you are going to love and enjoy. Now, today's episode is a lot of fun and it's going to take us on a bit of a travel adventure. It's also going to be helpful if you're thinking of planning a trip in the coming months or even next year. Maybe these will give you some ideas of where you might want to visit as well as when you may want to go so that you can participate. Let me give you a quick overview of the three harvest celebrations that I'm going to be sharing with you in today's episode. The first one that I'm going to be sharing with you is called the Burial of the Vine, and this comes from Bordeaux. The next one is going to be grape stomping in Portugal. And the third one is the Feast of San Martin in Argentina. The first one is the Burial of the Vine, and this is in Bordeaux, France. This is an annual occasion. It is unique and symbolic. It is traditional, and it's a festival that's done in a somewhat theatrical way to mark the end of the grape harvest season. It generally takes place in late autumn and it serves as a way to bid farewell to the vineyard for a year, for all the work that went into it, and to thank the earth for the harvest. The reason it's called the burial of the vine in Bordeaux is that the centerpiece of the entire event is a mock funeral procession featuring a small wooden coffin or potentially a cart that is decorated with vines and grape clusters. Participants of the occasion are dressed up and they carry this coffin or bring the cart through the vineyard. The procession stops at various points of the vineyard and a ceremonial blessing is conducted. And many times the blessings are done by a local priest or religious figure. And during the blessings, they are thanking the vineyard for this year's harvest. And they're also asking for a bountiful harvest in the following year. Now, as much as this sounds like a somber event, it is filled with music, singing, laughter. Local bands and musicians come out, usually accompanying the procession. A little bit of a New Orleans-style funeral, if you have ever experienced or potentially seen one in a movie or a TV show. The coffin will be buried in the vineyard, and it's the representation of the end, the finalization of this year's season and the importance of rest and the rejuvenation of the vine. After the procession and the blessing and the burial of the vine in the vineyards, the vineyard workers, winemakers, local residents, visitors, tourists, this is where you may be able to come in, all get together and have a big celebration featuring regional dishes, of course, plenty of Bordeaux wines and wine tastings. This festival is meant to remind people of the close relationship between nature 
agricultural and winemaking, the season of life and death and renewal. The burial of vine used to be more of a closed community type of celebration for the wine community within Bordeaux. Now you're going to find some wineries are opening up their doors and inviting visitors and tourists to come in and experience the celebrations with them. So should you be visiting Bordeaux in the late fall, then definitely this is something you may want to put on your calendar to look up a few wineries that may be celebrating and to see when you can join in. Now let's move on to grape stomping in Portugal. As a wine lover, you have definitely seen pictures of people with their pants rolled up above their knees and they're stomping happily in big vats of grapes. And this may be done around the world, but definitely in Portugal in harvest season, this is a time-honored tradition, especially famous in the Douro Valley. Now, grape stomping is known as Lagarda in Portugal. And this practice has been an integral part of Portuguese harvest festivals for generations and is often the highlight for both locals and tourists. Grape stomping goes back centuries when wine was made in large stone or concrete troughs called lagras, and stomping was the way to squish the juice out of the grapes. By the perfection of the universe, the human foot is the perfect tool to stomp and squish grapes in that it is perfectly shaped with the arch in your foot to be able to squish the juice and the color out of the grape without applying enough pressure to damage the seeds. The seeds inside the grape have all of the bitter oils and compounds that we don't want in the wine, and the foot, by stomping the grapes, gets all of the juice and the color out but does not break the seeds. It is a perfect tool. So before we had modern machines to be able to help with pressing those grapes, people stomping was the way to get the juice out of the grapes to make the wine for that harvest. Now, generally, Portugal grape harvest festivals take place between August and October. And just like the festival in Porto, they are meant to be a celebration of the grape growing season and the beginning of the winemaking process. To do the grape stomping, there is a method to the madness. Participants are barefooted, obviously not wearing clothes that they don't want to get color stained. And they will join in as a group. And there is a methodical way they walk and stomp up and down the troughs to make sure that the juice is all intermixed and all of the grapes are stomped. There is music and celebration. Obviously, people are clapping and cheering. And there's Portuguese folk music called fando, which is also played, which adds more to the cultural experience. After the grape stomping, everyone enjoys wine tastings, food, and celebration. Now, many wineries in the Douro Valley and other wine regions in Portugal as well invite tourists to take part in grape stomping. So should you be in the area and you'd like to take part, my recommendation is to look up the wineries you're thinking of visiting and seeing if you need to put your name on the list to be able to participate to get your feet into the grape stomping. The festivals are not only fun, but they're part of the practical winemaking method that has been traditional for so long. And it symbolizes the close connection between the people of Portugal and their rich winemaking traditions. It's a time for people in the communities to come together, celebrate their agricultural heritage, and give thanks for a successful harvest. So if you're looking to take part of historical winemaking traditions, then you may want to put Portuguese grape stomping on your travel list for next year. The last wine harvest celebration that I want to share with you is 
the Feast of San Martin. And for this one, we are going to Mendoza in Argentina. To set the stage, Mendoza is one of the most prominent wine regions in the country and is renowned for its Melbeck wines that I'm sure many of you love. Now, you may be wondering who is San Martin? And San Martin, in this context, refers to General José de San Martin, a national hero who played a crucial role in the South American Wars of Independence in the 19th century. This celebration takes place in early March, which coincides with the great harvest timing of this region. And just like the other two celebrations, this is a way to celebrate the successful harvest of the year. There is a religious ceremony where the first grapes of the harvest are taken to the local church to receive a blessing. This blessing is often conducted by a priest and is a symbolic way of giving thanks for the bountiful harvest of the year. Locals, including winemakers and grape pickers, often wear a traditional clothing during the celebration, adding to the festive atmosphere. There are colorful parades with floats adorned with grapes and wine-related decorations. There's also traditional Argentinian folk music and dance performances that showcase the country's rich cultural heritage. And of course, there's wine tastings of the region's finest wines. And if you love Melbeck, it is a perfect celebration for you, as well as traditional Argentina barbecue known as asado, where you'll be able to enjoy not only the delicious wines of the area, but delicious regional dishes as well. Another fun part of the Feast of San Martin is the crowning of the National Grape Harvest Queen. This beauty queen represents the region and is chosen through a competition that includes aspects of wine knowledge and cultural awareness. And to finish off the festivities, there is a spectacular firework display and a live concert featuring both local and national artists. So if you were thinking of visiting South America, you might want to consider visiting Mendoza in Argentina around March so that you can partake in this incredible celebration of the Feast of San Martin. It is both a vibrant and joyful celebration that showcases the cultural richness and passion for the wine that defines this region. And if you are a red wine lover, you definitely want to put this on your list. So let's quickly recap the three incredible wine harvest celebrations that I shared with you in today's episode. And I hope that I have given you a few travel ideas to put on your wine travel checklist. The first one was the burial of the vine in Bordeaux in France. Then we went over to Portugal, where we were grape stomping, which has been going on for centuries, and you can also partake in it if you feel like getting your feet in the vat. And then finally, we just spoke about the Feast of San Martin in Mendoza in Argentina. All of these would be an incredible experience for you to visit, and I hope this episode has given you some inspiration to check them out a little bit further and maybe add them to your travel wish list. I hope that you have enjoyed learning about these three incredible wine harvest festivals. As always, if you have any questions or comments about today's episode, feel free to reach out. You can catch me by email at hello at winegirlacademy.com or on Instagram or TikTok at winegirlacademy. Also, if you haven't had a chance yet to download your free September food and wine pairing guide, the link is going to be below in the show notes. So definitely download that. I've included all of the recipes as well. They're delicious. Take a look. The guide's all there for you. I've also included a quick checklist that makes it super easy if you're entertaining and you're just wondering how much wine are you going to need. Be sure to like, share, subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Cheers to you. 
Bye now.